0: all righty We're back one more time. Hopefully not the last time. It's uh it's a conversation, but it's that kind of conversation where cheese isn't here and we have our uh our guest on. We have the Bouge. What's up Bouge? How are you do hold the
1: phones.
0: I'm uh I'm quite well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> So we'll have uh, we'll have the bouge on tonight and uh, we'll have a little chit chat of rooney and uh, see what he thinks about these weird questions. I'm sure he's listened to all the past interviews, right? Of
1: course. I am a, a long-time listener. First time caller.
0: <laughs> do, you, do you derive most of your phone skills from talking to radio shows? What's that? Do you derive most of your... Uh, phone skills from talking on radio shows? Uh, probably not. I've only actually talked on the radio once, so I'd probably be piss poor at talking if I took all my skills from that one conversation. Well, that's more times than I've been on the radio that I know of.
1: Well, well that one time I was on the radio, it was because I was deemed the uh, smartest man in February. Oh.
0: True story. I would have thought that you were on uh, back home for being Athlete of the Week and doing an interview, just saying stuff like, yep, I take it one day at a time, you know, try to stay within myself uh, and various other. I'm sure you could come up with seven or eight of them off the top of your head. Yeah,
1: like it was check time and all lines were firing. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, so the bouge, one thing too, that I know about you is that you know all the best Fresh Prince pickup lines. So if somehow during this uh, this interview chat that we're having, you feel like you need to bust one out, I'm not gonna stop you. Okay. That's. I uh, accept that. <laughs> okay, so let's. Uh, we, well, we should probably get into the questions, I guess. So I think the I think every time I start with the same one. I don't try to. It's just the kind of nice, gentle, you know, kind of that bottle of wine, warm bath type of question. Just get you eased into it. Absolutely. If there's be
1: one person who doesn't like a warm bath. I'll fight that person.
0: <laughs> just one person?
1: Well, I wouldn't class myself as a fighter.
0: What yeah, if I, I one what if I showed you a group of three women that hated warm baths? Would you do it?
1: I don't fight women, Chase. I'm a lover, not a fighter.
0: <laughs> Gentle and thorough, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> of course. All right, Booge. Here we go. Question the first. We'll start off with tricky number seven. So, how old would you be? if you didn't know how old you were?
1: One day older than the day before.
0: <laughs> so you're taking that straight literal.
1: <laughs> yeah. I actually thought pretty long and hard about it. Well, I shouldn't say pretty long about it, but I wanted to come up with a uh, more of an original answer.
0: Okay, But I also want to know the answer of, Mentally, how old do you feel you are? Mentally, how
1: old do I feel I am? Yeah. i would actually
0: about
1: 28.
0: Hmm. Odd that you would pick that number. (laughs) Yeah, uh, (laughs) Aren't you? Aren't you actually
1: 28? Uh, Yep, on a mutual basis. Okay.
0: Okay, well. I'll assume that you're within five years of 28, so... Pretty close. Pretty close.
1: Well, if, if you uh, make an assumption uh, that makes you an ass, and the ump will shun you. <laughs> well,
0: I kind of hate umpires, and they scare me with their little <laughs> with their little hats. So. Umpires <laughs> are the worst. I'm cool with that, and we all know I'm already an ass. So. <laughs> I mean, Bob's your uncle, assuming that you have an uncle Bob. You don't, do you? I
1: have a step-uncle, Bob.
0: Do you have an Uncle Remus? Does
1: that count? Uncle Raymond? Uh, no.
0: <laughs> I like Raymond better. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, next question That Well, I guess, and we always touch on it, but in case there's somehow, by some freak accident, there's a first-time listener who's joining us. For the tugboat, I always say that I feel somewhere around 25, 26 to that question, um, which is considerably younger than my actual age, but uh, I guess that's when the good times are really rolling, so let's, I'd like to just stick there inside my brain. Um, so, Bouge, which would be... Uh, which? Tugboat, would you say you feel younger on certain days
1: of the week and older on certain days of the
0: week? The only day of the week I feel older is on Monday if I've been drinking on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me warn you and our younger listeners who are over, was it, 19 in this country? Um, I doing so. As you get north of 30, don't look for your hangover to really hit you hard the day after you drink. It's two days after is when it really sacks you.
1: It's like, um, delayed onset muscle soreness.
0: Yeah, and mental fatigue.
1: When you do a, like, really tough workout, your muscles could be sore the next day, but it's
0: two days after that's always the worst. Yeah, that's true. I, uh, I played cheese hockey. Talking about? Oh, yeah, cheese uh, anything brain-wise or muscle-wise he's in tune with. But uh, I remember playing hockey a couple of years ago. It was a work deal, a work jam. And uh, all the older guys, older than me, not by much, but older than me, were like, Ugh, I'm so sore today. And I was like, I feel great. I'm younger than you. And then the day after that, I just kept my head down and kept quiet because, yeah, stuff was doing stuff. If you know what I mean, and I know you do. Oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> All right, let's slip into the next one. We're going to play Which is Worse. So for you, which is worse? If you forget everything you know up to this point, or you can never remember anything from this point on?
1: This is actually a pretty easy question for me. Um... I think I speak for the general population when I say that we've all learned a lot from Adam Sandler. <laughs> and uh, something that I've learned is that even though you don't have any short-term memory, you can still find love and happiness.
0: So you're quoting Fifty First Dates. In <laughs> that I am. <laughs> awesome. Um, so you. Want to forget everything you know?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Whoops. And, coming, like, you know me, I'm a Hobbs fan, and I vote you're a Leafs fan. Would we really have anything to celebrate if we only remembered things that are new?
0: Not in my lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) See? It's always better to remember
1: the past.
0: Yeah, and uh, you, you have the benefit of, um, you know, if you don't remember your past, you can reinvent yourself. That's uh, that's a thing. But uh, also to yeah, cheese's Yeah, I
1: hear that quite
0: often. And che- cheese made a point when he played this game, and he said, how do you know who you are if you forget everything that you were? So, I mean, there's that also. But... Uh, no, I think for me it's forget everything behind me and uh, and experience the world anew. That's a tugboat jam right there.
1: Is that a like, live every day, like it's your last type thing? Cause
0: it would honestly be like it was your last day because you wouldn't remember it. Well, no, it's from this point. So you would remember today, tomorrow, and you would remember today two days from now. But oh, okay, everything you're yeah, everything before today, so you know, your wedding, um whatever other memories you might have, all gone, but you know, you would wake up and there'd just be this woman beside you, and you'd be like, ah, who are you?" And then <laughs> she would explain it of but, right, Drew did with <laughs> a cinema. exactly, exactly like that, but different from that movie, the next day you'd be like, oh yeah, I remember you, the girl from yesterday.
1: (laughs) Didn't you hit me in the head with a frying pan yesterday? Well, yes I did!
0: Yeah, but you would remember that. Plus you would, well, would you? You might have a pretty severe concussion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's. She's feisty, so she could probably swing a mean frying pan all right, speaking of no, let's play animals now let's get weird um so uh did i we didn't explain I didn't explain it to you before about our difference between animal characteristics and animal abilities so we'll we'll go ahead we'll go ahead and do that on the air so let's say. If you could, and I'll just correct you if I think that uh, you're doing it wrong, but uh, if you could have any three animal characteristics, what would they be, and why?
1: Well, one would be warm-blooded. That's a good one. Yeah, um, no one likes being
0: cold. Yeah, you don't want to have to sit out on a rock and warm yourself. Everyone likes to swim. Okay, okay. I the target, of course. Yeah, that's true. Not a fan, not a fan. Yeah. What's your um, What's your third one? My third one? Well, see,
1: like, the more I read this, the more I think it's more of an ability. But, um, so, hippos, um, to battle, like, uh, really intense, uh, African heat. Uh, They actually secrete their own sunscreen that actually looks like blood. So it actually looks like they're sweating blood, which I think would be really
0: cool to be able to do. Funny you should bring that up, because our previous guest, the Estimator, had that as one of the things he would also like, but his was more because he thought it would be horrifying for everybody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, because who's going to mess with the person who... When they're playing, like soccer out in the sun, they're sweating, but it just looks like they're bleeding everywhere.
0: Just blood coming out of every pore on your body. <laughs> yeah. How many? How much? Are, you'd have to buy new clothes like every day.
1: Well, it's not actually blood though, so maybe you've yeah. washed out in
0: the wash. That's true. Just get all that salt out of your clothes. Regular sweat I mean, salt.
1: If it doesn't wash out, then it would be really inconvenient. Yeah. Horribly inconvenient, really.
0: Well, you just have to join a nudist colony, probably.
1: <laughs> and I just start sweating on the beach. <laughs> and there's blood everywhere.
0: Sex would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Blast.
0: yeah, or how weird the girl is. <laughs> yeah, she you it. Oh, gross! All right, so you want to be warm blooded, you want to. I'm assuming it's some kind of lung capacity to swim forever. You said swim, right? Yeah, yeah, and then sweat blood. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how about three animal abilities then? Assuming that yeah, those characteristics I, are in place. i still, no, no, still got
1: one more animal characteristic.
0: Oh, oh, going off the board with a fourth. Bring it, baby. Of
1: course. Um, so in some American possums, awesome, they can actually synthesize a protein called uh, L-T-N-F. Lethal toxin neutralizing factor. So when they're bit by, like, a poisonous, like, snake or scorpion. They can actually, like, synthesize just their, like, and create their, like, own protein that neutralizes being poisoned.
0: I think somebody else had something similar to that, too.
1: No, no, I'm just a copycat.
0: No, that's fine. Theirs wasn't possum, and it was... Definitely not that that specific and (laughs) well-researched. So so now you're going to be warm-blooded, be able to resist poisons and toxins, but also sweat blood, and swim forever. Okay, I'm interested to hear what your abilities are now. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I never got a Y for most of those. I got a Y for the sweat blood... And the why for the toxin is pretty inherent. And the why the swim? Why do you want to swim forever?
1: Well, that kind of goes with, well, like, swimming is just, like, a lot of fun.
0: Oh, and, like, I'll take your I, word for it. <laughs> I get cold really easy in the water. And it's quite
1: inconvenient at times.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, I dig, there's I dig not, that.
1: There's not really a lot behind why. Well,
0: oh, you like to, that's why.
1: Like, like the warm-blooded and swimming for extended periods of time kind of fall hand in hand.
0: Yeah, they uh they get off at the same bus stop. Yeah, and then with the uh, lethal
1: toxin neutralizing factor, <laughs> uh, we have...
0: Touched
1: briefly earlier on being hungover.
0: Ah. That's because there's
1: a toxin in your body. So yeah. Yeah, I, you, yeah, can create a, a protein naturally that battles that.
0: I don't know, man. I think that uh, it's almost like part of the experience to have a little, not like the crushing, you know, you when you went to Ottawa hangover, but. Uh, <laughs> One that you can like still function, but you're like, kind of feel like a bag of turds, and you're just walking around like, oh man, it just like makes you appreciate the night before so much more. I feel.
1: Yeah, and the always kind of keep you in check too, because you can just <laughs> go out and drink as much as you want, and you don't have any consequences.
0: Yeah, that would be uh, a little bit alarming, I think. That's, uh, that's part of the reason why Tugboat got off the booze in the first place. With was that, the, uh, uh, was that back in your early, early
1: college days when you were going for your Tugboat captaincy license?
0: Yeah, when I was, uh, writing my exams to get my Tugboat license and become an unlicensed private investigator, I, uh drank a whole case of beer one night i believe it was admiral bonesaw's birthday party and uh, yeah I, I think i went to bed at two thirty and i woke up at 10 and i just felt fine and i was fine from then on there was no consequences and i kind of scared me and then old browner decided that he was going to get off the hooch so kind of made it easy for me to to bail when one of the guys you hang out with bails too, so we were our own support yeah, systems. Especially
1: when you're in when you're in college, it definitely makes it a lot easier. you not the only one
0: that. Oh yeah because then you're that guy. Now it's yeah, th- those never, guys. It's
1: like nobody likes that guy. That's like scientifically proven, really.
0: Yeah, he's like he comes and hangs out, and you're like, "What are you doing? Come on, man, get into it." And then people are always trying to make them drink, and I've seen that movie. It's sad to watch. Yeah. But uh, not like Click sad, if we're going to stay on the Adam Sandler movies, but uh, still sad.
1: Click is one of like, the most underrated sad movies
0: ever. Yeah, man. When uh, when the dad dies, oh, every time. Every time. Every time.
1: Literally every time.
0: Okay. I want your abilities, so give them to me. Um, well,
1: I, since I am a uh, long-time listener, I do know that many people have said the ability, ability to fly. I know it's common, but who wouldn't want to be able to fly?
0: Okay, okay. For sure,
1: we all watched the movie Park, and <laughs> it'd be pretty cool to fly.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong.
1: Yeah. Um. I underwater. Again, I know it's common, but it could, kind of ties in with the characteristics that yep. i like. Yeah. Um, and then um, looking at ants, they have the ability to lift 5,000 times their weight, so I'd like to be able to lift 5,000 times my weight. That'd do, be really convenient.
0: What are you going to do with that?
1: Like, I would want that, but I wouldn't want to be, like, like, have all those
0: muscles and look like it can yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. No, just like a <laughs> like a superpower. Like, you look the same as you do, but you have that ability. I'm into that. But what do you, yeah. like, can you still work out at the gym? Or you're just, like, lifting cars in the parking lot to try and work out? I
1: think working at the, at the gym would almost be pointless.
0: Yeah. They don't have enough weights?
1: You would almost think that your like, uh, physical exercise would just have to be all cardio all the time.
0: Which, you know, basically you become a... Which,
1: uh, which is currently my physical exercise routine, so...
0: Well, you'd basically, you know, so you work out pretty much the same as a girl in her mid-20s. we We've Are you all me a girl in my mid Yeah, I think that's a great compliment for you.
1: (laughs) I do really have great legs, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm not going to ask you to send me a picture of you in heels, but uh, if you send one, I'll put it on the website. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Um, (laughs) Okay. Let's take uh, sticking with animals. Let's slip down to number 4 here on on our list and look at uh if you could take three or four animals and just like smush them together to make a superior hybrid animal, what animals would you choose and why would you choose those animals? Um Cuz an mm. one can fly. Yeah, and, and it's they have dangerous. Pretty, like,
1: like the ability to
0: hunt is like pretty intact. Okay, so strong predatory uh features there. What else you got?
1: Yeah. You'll see that feature again
0: with the next two. A okay. lion.
1: Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when, um you're the king <laughs> when Hollywood decided to
0: how the lion speak it was James Earl Jones <laughs> well played well played I assume you would also take that voice then oh, obviously <laughs> okay what's your next animal um, a hippo <laughs> just for the blood thing <laughs> oh. like dangerous yeah they're vicious
1: yeah really um and when i was uh doing a little bit of uh pre-conversation research even though they're primarily like swimmers they can actually run faster than a human really which is really
0: impressive i just knew they were super vicious and aggressive and just they'll just attack you for no reason and they'll just destroy you, rip you apart with those tusks.
1: Yeah, and their the strength of, of their bite is, eight, is uh, 1,800 pounds per square inch of biting force.
0: It's probably a lot. Yeah. Um, you don't have any reference? I don't know, I don't, that means nothing to me. Like, if you said humans were like 7 pounds per square inch then that would make me probably... Yeah, they- Crap myself. That's what, I,
1: that's what I tried to look up, but I, I was having a hard time trying to
0: find, like. Okay. Um, reference point. So I want to dig into this a little bit more. So, your animal, like, break it down for me. So, obviously, it's going to have the wings of an eagle. Is the body going to be a lion body?
1: Yeah, lion body with the jaw of a hippo.
0: Just the jaw or the whole head. Like I really hope you're keeping that lion mane in there. Oh, of course I'm going to (laughs) keep the lion mane. So this this brings me to my next question. So you have the body of a lion, but is it covered in fur or is it covered in the feathers of the eagle? I would say fur. Okay. Just because... um, It would be weird otherwise. (laughs)
1: When you start to sweat blood you'll be able to see it on the floor a lot more <laughs> and also other animals when they see blood they want to attack and they see this like weirdly shaped odd animal that they've never seen before so they think it's like easy game yeah. and when they go up to it and they're just destroyed
0: and the hippo jaw just bites them in half
1: yeah and they're quite shocked when Warm, can actually speak and like James <laughs> <your old dog. laughs>
0: okay so you have the air covered with your wings you're a devastating land predator but can it go in the water is there some kind of hippo mechanism that you'd like to retain so that it can hunt underwater as well yeah it's ability
1: to like uh, stay underwater for extended periods of time
0: this uh, this animal that I created is the most lethal in both the ground and in the water, and also in the sky. So it would take on. I don't. Uh, I don't even. Re- re- do. I don't even remember what uh, the estimator called his, but I, in my estimation, in that conversation, I had his beast beating the Puss, which is GRP's animal, and the beer guy's animal was mostly just. Like just terrifying more than it was a great hunter, it's some kind of I forget exactly what he had, but I know there was a bat involved, and it sounded horrifying to look at um cheese's animal was i don't think it would uh it would be the apex predator, but it would be a dangerous beast nonetheless, but I don't know you've got some good stuff there um it's pretty big too, like you're you know a lion's pretty big creature, so. Yeah, I like where you I like where you went with that. It's good, good stuff. Um, let's play another one. What do we have here left over? Uh, let's do the uh, number six. So, of these three traits, you have, you can pick two of them for your partner, knowing that the third one of the traits they will be the opposite for. So the one you don't pick, they're the opposite of what you could have had.
1: Okay, I'm picking this for myself or for my
0: partner? For your partner. Actually, I want to hear yourself too after this. But, um, So for your partner, you can choose between smart, like very, very intelligent. Um, you could pick between very attractive, so an absolute babe. Uh, or sexually insatiable, so they just can't get enough. Of the uh, sex times, which is not going to be a theme restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to be on the same block as medieval times, sex times. (laughs) Could be a pretty good brothel, I guess. Okay, so you pick two of them for for your partner, and then whatever's left, they're the opposite for. I
1: kept this question to the end. And like, I went back and forth between like every possible combination. Okay. Um, I still don't know if I have the right answer.
0: Well, what, did, what do you have? Um, are we doing myself or my partner? We're doing my partner do, do your partner first and then we'll circle back and uh, get a feel for what you're thinking
1: smart
0: and sexually insatiable. Woo! Going off the board! You're the first person that deviated from the kind of traditional answer, and I love it. Tell me why.
1: Um. Uh. Beauty is in the eye of the beer holder, is a quote I once saw, and I think that goes really well in this scenario.
0: Did you see that quote on a novelty t-shirt at a truck stop? <laughs> <laughs> so you said, sorry, I forget if you picked, you picked smart and sexually insatiable, right? Yeah. Perfect. So I like my women to be very intelligent and like to bang. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. There's uh You know, Tugboat does a lot of people watching when he gets out, the rare times he gets out in public, like at airports or libraries or pumpkin patches or wherever he spends his time. And uh, it's true, you can, well, not all the time, but like 95% of the time you can find some element of beauty in every woman. I don't check out dudes, just my own policy, but for all the women I look at, you can find some kind of
1: Absolutely. Something to
0: hang your hat on, type of thing.
1: And when you have a, uh, this is digging man to, uh, uh cheese his expertise, but when you have an emotional connection with someone, you will begin to find them attractive. Yeah. As long you find them attractive in some way.
0: Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's a strong answer, uh, Boosh. Strong answer. Uh, um,
1: to quote, uh, Shallow Hell, <laughs> I saw a bombshell, a knockout. I don't care what anybody else saw.
0: So just to, reca- just to recap, you've now quoted Fifty First Dates and Shallow Hell. Yeah. I like it. we're you- the two
1: greatest movies of our time.
0: We watch the same movies. Roomies for Life. Um, Hashtag so for yourself what would you pick or no hold on hold on tell me in your words not my own why smart and then why sexually insatiable
1: smart is even if they're super attractive uh, if they're, like, really dumb, eventually you're just going to get, like, bored and really not want to be there.
0: Yeah. I dig it.
1: Like, like, if you can't have any sort of, like, um, like educational conversation.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I know. I know. Wild, like, you just can't. Like, you've
1: got to talk about more than just, like, materialistic things.
0: Yeah, or like what happened today and just recap exactly what your day went. and Exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I know from experience on that one, I won't name names, but a couple of years ago, well, probably more than a couple now, I went out with a girl for a really short time. <clears throat> but um, yeah, she uh, she wasn't stupid. Like she wasn't a huge idiot, but she just didn't contribute a lot to conversations and... Well, not the podcast conversations, but in life conversations. And yeah, you're right. After a short period of time, I was like, all right, so what else is there? But, uh. Yeah, but and, um.
1: Also, a friend of mine recently had a, uh, relationship where, uh, this lady was attractive and sexually insatiable, but he didn't, but after that was all said and done. You
0: really didn't have anything to talk to her about. No, well, that's no hell. Yeah. But, okay. Um, sexually insatiable—that's pretty obvious, I think, right? I think so. Yeah, it's just an endless well. So, how about for you then?
1: I would, I would have to say the same thing.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, that's good. You—you're uh, just looking for yourself and a partner, so that's uh, strong. I like it. all right let's uh keep moving along here as the time ticks off so let's go um let's go to the dining question so if you could choose any person dead or alive who would you pick um
1: so i secretly and quietly fell around when at the beginning of the conversation uh mentioned how I love to quote the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. That my
0: answer was Will Smith. Now, Will Smith or Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Will Smith? Will Smith. So like the the actor, not the character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: he friend of his. his. Uh, I just think he'd be like a really cool guy to uh, hang out with. And uh, Myself and cheese and the beer beer guy regularly discuss
0: the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, I'm Uh, aware. Called the odd movie. (laughs) The odd movie. Um, Where would you go to eat?
1: Um, Nowhere fancy. Somewhere where it's like somewhere where we can
0: Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. What? Uh, what do you, What do you think he would order? Like a, I don't know. Probably like a salad or something health conscious.
1: Yeah, cause like he's like he's in pretty good shape.
0: Yeah, he's seen- I've seen
1: throughout his movie, so if like. If he's trained for, like, all two, he's going
0: <laughs> to order, like, a crouton in and in a glass of water, probably. Or would he order, like, a huge pasta? Cool. What would, what would you order if you were going on a thing where you knew you would want to talk the whole time?
1: Right a second. I'm kind of craving chicken wings. I i <laughs>
0: I was thinking, as soon as you said a place where you could drink beer, I was thinking wings. Also, I could go for some wings yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely go for some wings right now. <laughs> okay, um, let's charge into the deep one, the uh, the toughest one here. So Bouge, what is your greatest desire or dream?
1: Because
0: I'm on conversations with she's in the tugboat, so it's <laughs> gonna start off the bucket list. Oh, you better just wipe your nose off there before you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, she had to pay me
1: quite a bit to do this. My time is my time is quite
0: valuable. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, no. um, Give give me, let's get real. Give me some, give me some real juice answers here.
1: Um, like, there's probably both, probably a surprise to yourself, but, like, my greatest, like, dream would be to, uh, watch the Habs hoist the Stanley Cup at the Bell Center. Like, me, like, actually be at the Bell Center watching them live.
0: That does, that surprises me that you would choose that. Uh, it doesn't. Are you actually Um, not really. Uh, I think that would be awesome. I was watching the coverage of the Broncos who recently won the Super Bowl. Congratulations, uh, Denver Broncos. But, uh, they were having their parade and there were 685,000 people showed up just to stand there and watch them walk down the street. So... I was like, what are they doing? And then I thought, well, if the Leafs won the Cup, I'm pretty sure I would be downtown smoke, just standing there losing my mind. So I definitely can relate to your dream. Absolutely. What, what is your greatest dream? Oh, I don't know. I uh, I would probably steal. I have I put no thought into that one, so I can't give you a good cogent answer, but... Um, I would steal part of the beer guys um, to have kind of a wilderness sanctuary I think would be pretty awesome Uh, I dabbled on it a little bit in the musings when I talked about what I would do if I won that what would it end up being a couple billion dollars or something stupid a billion Uh, it it was like 1.2 billion or 1.5
1: billion or something like
0: that oh the powerball lottery yeah, I would have. Uh, I'm it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but uh, no, just to, um, I think the security thing is is big for me. So just to be able to live comfortably for all my days and not have to, you know, struggle or be forced to eat craft dinner. I eat craft dinner because I like it. I don't eat it because that's all I can afford. Yeah. Um, that's uh that's important to me, and then having that kind of little getaway is something that I'm just starting to come into. Uh, I looked at property a year ago. I was looking at a piece of land. It's 160 acres of wilderness for 40 grand. I don't, I thought that would be a good good thing. They're not building any more land, so, but uh, I chickened out because. I got some experts to look at the land, and they said it was actually a terrible investment, so I decided to pull like, the plug. Just
1: because of the, like, like, what the land specifically was, or, like, the ability to develop on the land? Or no,
0: like? more just what it was. So it was, like, a swampy dump way up in the middle of nowhere with, like, it, it showed that it had lakes on it, but they were, like, little small mosquito infested disgusting like it was it was terrible and all the bush was garbage and yeah so not uh, not ideal there was another one but it was all swamp also and it was on an intersection of two highways so it wasn't private or but uh, yeah at some point I'd like to have my my compound in the wilderness
1: oh yeah like um like I grew up where every summer we would camp at uh, Moon Lake Trailer Park.
0: Yep.
1: Like you, like, you know that area? Like uh, Portage Bay?
0: Yeah, I'm familiar. For our listeners, yes. look it up and and then yeah. go there. So, um, every summer, I'd be there for like two,
1: two, two straight months. Like, we wouldn't go to the city for straight months and we like uh like it wasn't like tent camping but like uh no like, no TV and the only like electricity that we had was uh or, like the microwave and the fridge and stove and like the gazebo that my dad built and stuff and it was like uh no like actual bathroom for the whole summer and it was just the absolute greatest part of my childhood for sure so I can definitely uh, understand
0: and respect where you're coming from with that I dig it let's swing it back to you let me paddle it back over the net to you here so give me your greatest fear now I have uh, two I thought you were going to say I have no fear
1: (laughs) I'm afraid of nothing Um, one and these are like two this one is
0: like an actual legitimate fear that
1: the Leafs win the cup before the Habs (laughs) do I knew it why why is that eventually before I die I'm sure the Leafs are going to win the cup I hope so I'm, I'm sure they are I just hope that the Habs win the cup before
0: the Leafs do. Why, why is that important? Because <laughs> um, I hate
1: the mentality of Leaf fans. Awesome. I'm sure you hate the mentality of half fans.
0: No, I'm indifferent because the Leaf fans are the most important. <laughs>
1: Leaf fans? thing all of them? Although you and I have, have had some great conversations with, in regards to have and Leafs. I try
0: to Yeah, but I I'm, try not
1: to be that Crazy Habs fan. You I, I try not to be the Crazy Leafs fan, but you know that Habs and Leafs fans
0: are the worst. Yeah, I'm a lot more moderate than most Leafs fans who if they lose and one I'm, game they want to blow up the whole team and fire everybody.
1: crazy like i know that they have flaws
0: yeah what's your second fear
1: um that i can't so so when i retire that i am physically unable to enjoy my retirement
0: yeah uh, That
1: is a huge fear. I'm kind of a late starter to the uh, working game. I've been been in and out of some jobs over the last bit. Yeah. So I'm a bit of a late starter. So, uh, like, a big fear is is when I retire, not being able to, like, physically enjoy my retirement.
0: Yeah, I could see that even for me. Yesterday, when I was escaping from Adventure Rooms Canada's original room in Kitchener, Ontario, look it up, try it, it's awesome. Expensive, but awesome. I uh, I don't know, my knee just hurt when I got home. And then I woke up this morning and it hurt the same, and I was like, oh my god, I must have blown out my knee. I'm going to have to be on one of those guys at Walmart on the little scooter, even though I can still <laughs> walk. But uh, yeah, as it turns out, it's, uh, it's probably fine. The pain is basically gone. Unless I really try and find it, it it's gone, so. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: like, my grandpa is 89, now been retired for more years than he's worked, and, like, he, he like, he's enjoying his retirement as much today as like, the day that he left, like, Basically able
0: to do just about anything, so. That's impressive, any way you look at it. Yeah. Okay. All right, Bouge. We uh, we're up to forty five minutes, so we'll uh, Shut we'll, it down. we'll cut this steak and let the juices flow out of it. What? Anyways. All right. Well, I'd like to thank my guest, the Booge, for uh, putting up Thanks with for the questions. Oh, my pleasure. Believe me, my pleasure. Um, yeah, so that has been a Tugboat Tours side tangent conversation interview. Tugboat, woo! Conversations. Cheese will be back.